The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today we are continuing the discussion about myself, where I'm telling you all the answers to the questions I usually am asking others. It's Mental Health Awareness Month, and I think it's time that some of you all got to know a little bit about me. I talked about last episode how I don't typically, I talk about myself, but in a very kind of generic, removed way about my experiences. I don't really talk about me and my day-to-day life or my own struggle. And while that's not my nature really to talk about myself that way, I think it's important when talking about how I came to this podcast, how I do what I do, what it has meant for me to start Black Girl Burnout, and how I have opted out. And so today, if you have been patient and I haven't lost you already, (laughs) I am going to talk about how I center joy in my professional life. It's the question I ask everybody who comes on the podcast as a guest. And now it's my turn to answer that and to tell you a little bit more about myself and what I do. So like I said in the last episode, the real turning point for me is I had my own incident of spectacular burnout where I left a job that I thought I would spend my whole life doing in a puddle. Basically, I was not really functional. And recovery from that burnout took at least a decade to get through. And it was a series of starts and stops and have a healthy relationship with the work that I was doing. I was constantly burning out in little ways. So instead of a big burnout, I had a bunch of small ones. I was working jobs that were pushing me to my limit, making me ignore my own health. I was working for companies that just expected you to give everything and give very little in return. And so it wasn't until I started studying about burnout, it wasn't until I started thinking about the life that I wanted, that I was able to really understand the concept of opt-out. And today, a decade later, and, and even a little bit over a decade later, I live a very different life than that girl that was in the corner crying over a job that she just couldn't do anymore. I live a life and I have a professional career that's really on my terms, which makes me the most proud. And one of the things I say when people ask me is they say, what are you most proud of? Because I work for myself and I tell them I'm most proud that every day in my professional life, I try to center joy. It was a long and hard fought journey to get here. And that's what I'm most proud of. And so let me tell you a little bit about how I got to that point. So what I do in general, as I told you, I was a therapist. And then for a while, I did direct practice. So I worked with folks that had a range of mental health issues from PTSD related to like combat or sexual trauma, or even when I started my career in the prison system, it was just a range of mental health concerns, whether it be schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, all the way to 
adjustment disorders for someone who's coming to prison for the first time or doing a long sentence. Those were the things I did. And then I burned out of doing direct practice, which is probably not shocking to anyone when I talk about what happened to me when I worked at the prison system. And I started doing more psychoeducational work, program building. So what I mean by that is I started doing work around teaching people the tools to not engage in violence. So domestic violence prevention, uh, healthy relationships. I started teaching people how to prevent sexual harassment and sexual assault in the workplaces. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Everything is up in flames. What if 2024, you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com bgb. Get 50% off at babbel.com bgb, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bgb rules and restrictions may apply our lives are filled with compromise but one area a black woman should never compromise on is her health if you're looking for a tool that can help you find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable listen to you and prioritize your health check out zocdoc you can search by location availability and insurance So literally, there'll be no compromises because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All of these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. I've used ZocDoc myself to find members of my medical team, and it has been so easy to use and connect with the right providers for me. Go to ZocDoc.com BGB and download the ZocDoc app for free. 
Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash B-G-B. ZocDoc.com slash B-G-B. It led me to living abroad, which I think really was at the crux of one of the biggest decisions. When I opted out, I didn't just opt out of working jobs that would burn me out. I opted out of America and I left for five years. I lived abroad. And part of that was me stepping away from direct practice social work, being a therapist, so that I could heal parts of myself. And I always talk about it. I've been other pod, on other podcasts and I've talked about what that was like for me and how powerful it was to have some space to really reflect and think about what I want for my career, what I want for myself, but also just not be in the intensity and the pressure cooker that I think the United States can be. And so while I was overseas, I didn't do direct practice. I did more, like I said, of that psychoeducational. I taught people skills to prevent themselves from being harmed, being in pain. I taught people skills for mindfulness and resiliency and a bunch of other things. And I started realizing that I had a skill set that made me kind of unique, I think, to most of the places I work. And I also liked building things. I liked starting from scratch. I liked seeing there's a problem, going in there, fixing it, building a program that would impact people's lives. I really liked that. And so when I started working for myself, it really was a culmination of that journey to understanding my skills and what I was good at and what I liked. And so today what I do is I'm a strategist, a workplace culture strategist. I help workplaces become healthy. I I fell in love with the concept of burnout and I learned a lot about burnout. And I also feel realized, oh, I love building things and I loved training people and educating folks. Why don't I just bring all those things together and have a job that meets that need? And so that's what I do. I help workplace cultures reduce burnout. And the way I do that is by helping them address the things that get in the way of burnout. Some of them small, like self-care and stress management issues. Some of them big, like discrimination and harassment. And I love working for myself. There's a lot of things to think about when you go into entrepreneurship. And that's a whole another episode that I'll do either as a bonus or just later on. It's not for the faint of heart, but for me, I realized entrepreneurship was the pathway to the life that I wanted and to freedom. And for me, freedom was really important to have as a staple in my professional life and as a way to get to a better personal life. And so how I center joy in my professional life today, I work with Fortune 500 companies. I work with sometimes nonprofits. I work with Ivy League institutions. I work with a lot of different people and I love it. I work with the government sometimes, but the way I stay successful in my job is by realizing that it's just a job. And I think that belief system is the single most important mindset shift that has healed my relationship with work and definitely informed how I work now. I am an overachiever. I'm prone to burnout. I'm prone to working hard. And the fact that I work with people and for people and create programs to make people's lives better, it just gives me this purpose to keep going. But when I realized it was just a job and that I had given up having a life or I had 
used work as an excuse not to have the life I deserved, that realization and that mindset shift to realizing it's just a job really helps me center joy in my professional life. And I do it in a couple ways. One, I, I tell people with absolute pride that I now only work with people that bring me a measure of joy. That, and I tell you about how gratitude is the pathway to joy. Gratitude is a part of joy. And so I only work with people that I feel immense gratitude to. I only work for clients that I feel like are easy to work with. They're going to make me feel excited to be on a project and coming up with a new idea for them. And I'm really fortunate that I've made that a priority. So I work really closely with someone who we develop trainings and we build strategies together. And it is one of the healthiest professional relationships. We also happen to be friends personally, but it is by far the healthiest professional relationship I have had in a long time. I have healed so many parts. I had a lot of struggles with coworkers and feeling shamed for being good. I felt a lot of microaggressions. I also was type A and probably intolerable in some of my jobs in full disclosure. And to be able to work with someone that I genuinely love as a person and someone that I can talk to if there's conflict. And I wouldn't even say we have conflict, but I mean, there's someone we could talk about what is what was stressful about that? What can we do different? What should I do different? The fact that I'm able to apologize and not feel shame if I've done something that needs apologizing for. That is a gift that I gave myself because I prioritized it and made it important that joy be centered in my work because it's just a job. But if I'm going to be doing that work, then I need to be doing it with someone who isn't going to stress me out. I also talk about this concept of working less and living more. If you follow me on my personal Instagram, you will see that that's my mantra. It's why I left the job that I left. I was burned out so bad in the past that I was really nervous about ever getting into a job that would lead me to burn out again. And my last job, I was climbing so-called the corporate ladder. I made it into the C-suite, into the meetings with leaders and political appointees and different things like that. And I realized as I looked around that I saw a lot of things from people and I worked with people who are competent and some of them were really just incredible human beings. But I noticed that none of them seemed happy. And that realization jarred me because I realized if I kept going in the direction I was going, I was going to not be happy. At minimum, I was not going to find joy. At maximum, I was going to be miserable. And while not all the faces I looked across were miserable, there were some who were. And that realization made me just pivot and say, I got to get out of here. I got to choose a career that centers my joy. And so understanding the principle of living more and working less or work less, live more for me became this mantra that informed the business decisions I made. So I'm a relatively successful work culture strategist, but part of that's because I truly believe and have invested in the fact that I will never work the kind of soul-crushing hours I worked for a long time, for many years, in the name of helping folks at the cost of myself. I just knew that that wasn't going to be the case. So by centering joy and understanding it's just a job, I was also able to 
built-in rest. So you've heard me talk with other people before. I don't, if I can help it, I don't work on Fridays. On Mondays, I don't start my day until 10 a.m. I started developing practices that centered joy kept me grounded, kept me peaceful. And one of that was just, I needed a lot of time. I told you last episode, I'm an extroverted introvert. So I need to recharge. I need a lot of quiet. I have a lot of reactivity. Like I have, you know, post-traumatic stress from certain jobs, certainly the prison being one of them. And as a result, I'm a person who doesn't do well in loud environments in general. Just my trauma history won't let me enjoy that. I do really well with quiet. And so the mornings, having my cup of tea, writing, doing my gratitude list, having my meditation and, and prayer, all of those things really help me to be able to center peace, center gratitude, which then centers joy. Also, by understanding the philosophy of work less, live more, I then started having to address some issues that I had with myself around money and worth. I have a lot of money blocks. I don't think I've gotten rid of all of them. I have a lot less than I started with. And one of them was like, if I'm going to center joy, if I am going to work less and live more, then I have to make money (laughs) and I can't be wishy-washy or weird. I can't undercut myself and my worth. And so in order to work less, I have to charge a decent amount to make my life work and to not be ashamed about what that needs to be for my life and what that needs to be for my professional career. And so I know my value. That is the one thing that it has made me do. It has made me know my worth and and charge accordingly. And I have been rewarded for that. I really do believe that when you know your worth and you carry it with you into business, which can be difficult when, let's be honest, mediocre white dudes are killing the game and doing a quarter of what you do and you have to show up. And I have a young-ish face. Uh, It waxes and wanes. (laughs) But I have a face that looks like I'm not a seasoned director or a seasoned strategist. And having to fight against those battles, it can make you psych yourself out and talk yourself out of knowing your worth and just saying the number. And I have a long way to go on that, but I really have gotten better at that. I now say the number, stand by it. And and that is like the last piece that I will say about how I've been able to center joy in my professional life is finally, I step out on faith and I really do believe in myself as, as a part of knowing your worth. It's also knowing that if things don't work out, if you have to walk away from clients that do not fill your soul, that do not make you excited, that are the enemy of joy because they're going to suck a lot of time. I step out on faith and I just say, that's not going to work. And I stand by that. I don't allow that to get in the way. And so it is those pieces. It is understanding that it's just a job. It is believing in the mantra of work less, live more and betting on myself and knowing my worth that has helped me center joy in my professional life. And now I tell people for the most part, I wake up naturally. I spend my entire day only talking to people I want to talk to. If I feel like dread about something, then I know I have to get rid of the client or not partner with this person anymore, whatever that is. I spend my days with people who are peaceful and I make enough money that I don't have to grind it out like I did in the past. 
And it all started from me saying no more opting into struggle and opting into joy, a a joyful and joy-centered work life. that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't subscribed and follow the podcast, we're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly Give me and the team so much energy, and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.